Hi, I'm Timon Phillips, and welcome to the Fable and Built podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like who is Fable and Built? And what can I expect as a great customer experience? We also created this podcast to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fable and Built experience from the perspective of the customers, our employees, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with all our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fable Build is, check out our website at fablembuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang with us. Let's start the show. Fable and Build family, welcome to another episode of the Fable and Build podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. I'm Casey Fabling. Who we got with us today, Casey? We got Alec. Alec, Alec Eberly. Oh, I missed my wave. Did we start? <laughs> no, no, you, no, we're good. <laughs> Alec. Wave with the other welcome. hand. Oh, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Alec Eberly, welcome to, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. Let's have some fun. Yeah. So, obviously, you, you've been here a while. You've seen people coming in and out of here, and now it's your turn. Yeah, I've been waiting for my uh, my time to uh, shine. Your I'm debut. not going to lie. You were wanted to, I wanted to grab you as soon as you got here, but I was like, nope, let's let him get him a little time. Yeah. Let him to, you Get know. used to the flow a little bit before I yeah. hop on the camera. It's yeah, been a little yeah. bit since I've been on camera, so. Well, and you you were just saying before we hit record, you've done you've done a few of these. Yep, done a couple of football ones uh, locally, and then I've also done some down in Florida too. Yeah, so. sweet. Um, what? So you joined us uh, about six, eight months ago. Mm-hmm, about six months ago. Yeah, and you came on as assistant project manager, correct? Yes, sir. Um, uh, we're here about three months, and then got promoted to full project manager. And uh, you have, you've got the. The brute squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they did that on purpose. It was like, give them all the big people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I like to have the team mentality. Yeah. I think all my guys on my team so far, we have to figure out who works best with who, you know, like kind of like offense and defense. Some guys on the offense side don't get along with the guys on the yep. defense side. So you just got to find a way to make everybody mesh well and, uh, you know, get the projects done. Yeah. It's it's impressive watching you all work together because you all get it done. I'm trying to. Trying <laughs> to. So, so you, you know – and, and uh, just for a little background, so you uh, you you played uh, you played football growing up. Mm-hmm. You played at, at Florida Seminoles, Florida State. Yep. Yep. And um, and you you went to camp to to play professionally. Yep. Um, uh, just just barely missed it, but uh, but got got an opportunity to to have you know have some cool experiences there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not everyone can say they they play at the uh, Division One level. You know, get yeah. to play yeah, at the Orange. Sure. I've played. I've played at every stadium the kids dream of playing at, whether it's Hard Rock Stadium, Notre Dame Stadium, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I've played games in all of those. I yeah. had the opportunity to put an NFL helmet on. Unfortunately, you know, careers fall short sometimes due to injuries or just, you know, just things. can't do it anymore. It right. happens. So, mm-hmm. But uh, I found my fit after that, so it's, it's definitely exciting now. That's awesome. And then and now you – uh, and, and you continue that. You run a camp now uh, mm-hmm. helping helping high schoolers. Yeah. Get to, to college, get to, to be able to train and grow for that. Yeah, so right now I think I have um, 15 kids that are playing Division One right nice. now that we've wow. trained. And we've got a couple kids this year. we got one kid that's actually going to play University of Georgia oh, wow. after this season. Um, so, yeah, we run camps across uh, Virginia. We also do training sessions during spring and summer. It makes for long days, but uh, it's definitely well worth it because I get to come here to go to work and then yep. at the end of the day I get to go train those guys. I remember you uh, when you first came on, you were like, Hey, this is this is what I do a couple of days a week. Is it okay? Like I was like, yeah, it's definitely okay. That's yeah. super cool. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, for sure. And that's I honestly, 
you know, we talk about the Fabling Way. One of the most impressive things that I've seen is the, uh, you know, the availability to, to still have a life outside of work as well and, you know, get the opportunity to help kids, you know, better themselves, whether it's football or with recruiting. You know, it's just it really it speaks to the family atmosphere because this job allows me to also help kids from all over the city that mm-hmm. reach their dreams too. Yeah. Well, I, and I love that, you know, I love reading books. I love connecting with people. And, um, uh, when I was in Houston, I came back and you're like, I, I one of the guys you met, I know him. He, he was coming. <laughs> so, you know, just, you, you had a, you had an opportunity to get a lot of really good training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about Dr. Kevin Elko there. Um, you know, a lot of really good opportunities to, to learn from some of the best. And now you're, I, I mean, I've heard the way you, deal with crises on jobs. I've heard the way you deal with, you know, stressful situations, um, personnel issues, um, you know, and, and obviously even just the mindset you have, you know, you're, you're a young man, you're, you know, a lot of young guys your age aren't, aren't already focused on giving back, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and that's something that's, that's in you. That's not something that's that you're making up, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, I, I've been, you know, people talk about football They talk about the money you can make with football, but I look past that, you know, because the amount of people that I've met due to that, whether it's Dr. Kevin Elko or Trevor Moad, even Marcus Luttrell from Lone Survivor, got to hang mm-hmm. out with him, hear his story. The different things that, you know, you can learn just by getting out there, meeting people, whether it's through sports or through work or just networking in general. You know, nowadays it's, it's really easy for people to get down on themselves, you know, wonder why they are somewhere. I mean, heck, we all have those moments, you know. We, even in the position I am now, sometimes I'm like, man, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But then you sit down, you relax, you think about, you know, I'm here for a reason. I know what to do. What can I do to get out of this bad situation? And what can I do to make this job go smoother? It's really just comes down to the mentality you have of, you know, nothing can hold you down. I saw mm-hmm. you wearing a shirt. I think it was uh, live unafraid. Mm-hmm. I live by that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if you walk, if you day to day, if you walk by walking on eggshells, you're never get anything done. You have to be willing to go out there and go get it. Yeah. Figure out a way. So what now what? If not now, then when? Yep. You know what I mean? What's next? <clears throat> just always moving forward. And that's just, I mean, I can, like we brought up earlier, you know, the pro stuff. You know, my career fell short. So what now what? You know what I mean? It, exactly. It'd be real easy to go home and just give up. But no, I knew there was a fit for something else for me to do that could help people. Um, that's just now I'm just continuing trying to grow and, uh, you know, be the best I can or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, that uh, that live unafraid shirt. That's a friend of mine. Um, he actually just got married this past weekend. Uh, but that's something that he's a contractor, and he or he was a contractor, and he became a a coach. And he he was one of the first people, one of the first coaches I hired back in twenty seventeen. And so when he, um, you know, he created that's kind of a side brand, the live unafraid brand. I, I bought a bunch of his shirts, and uh, I really love that mentality, that mindset, because, and the, and that's to me, that's the, that's the difference. That's the definition. Cause you know, in construction, a lot of people can put two by fours together and paint it and make it look pretty, mm-hmm. but it's, how do you resolve the challenges? How do you work through the, the problems? How do you lead the team together? And that rely, that's dependent on the mindset. Yeah. So it really takes me back to, I mean, I know y'all remember, <clears throat> but, uh, back when COVID first happened, I'd actually recently just stopped working because I had an opportunity to go play pro football again. Mm-hmm. And then the season got canceled because of COVID. But my parents have restaurants and we lost our whole staff because no one was allowed to work. And so my father and I actually ran our restaurant for 
three or four months from eight o'clock in the morning until midnight every day. Whoa. Um, Whoa. And we would, my cousin came to help and we could get a couple people here and there, but it was just hard to work because you didn't know what was allowed to happen and all that. And you know, that grind, it was yeah. constantly like, you know, my dad was always like, man, what are we going to do? And I just remember talking to him like, nobody's, we're just going to do it. You know, every yeah. day we said, get up and keep grinding and knocking out the park. So, you know, when times get tough now, I kind of look back and I think about, you know, if me and my 50-year-old father can work every day cooking food and running the window and get all this done, you know, I, I really feel like I can get anything done because, you know, when times are tough, tough people, you know, they, they shine. So, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, that is. Tell me how you how you got into construction. Like, what well, where did your journey with construction start? So, in high school, actually, over um, – over all the summers, I would work construction. I would mm-hmm. uh, I actually worked on a farm, and we would rebuild the farmhouses out there. It's massive. Is that yeah. in Goochland? Um, but then also, my best friend's stepfather owns a big contracting company in Hanover, and we would work for him. And then when I came home, uh, I worked on a farm at school too in college, but um, you know, building horse stables. But then when I came home from school, and I was kind of lost, and I was trying to figure out, you know, what can I do if football is not going to work? And um, I've always loved building. I've always been into tools and all that. So when I first came back, me and my buddy just started a, a handyman company, essentially. Uh, we did that for about eight months while I was training. Um, that was, those, were, those were long days, true, too, because mm-hmm. I was still trying to play football and doing all the construction. Yeah, man. Um, so I did that for a while. That was probably about eight months. And then that's when I had to get a bunch of surgeries again from, from old injuries. So I got out of it um, and got. I tried to do sales a little bit um, just because I, I – I couldn't even hold a hammer. I had double yeah. hand surgery. Oh. And that's when I, I left that job, though, because I got an opportunity to play football again. And that's when COVID happened. And then, um, you know, since then, I've been in it. Whether it was, I, I, did, I did a foundation for a little bit. Wasn't a huge fan of crawl spaces. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wasn't a huge fan of I can of relate that. to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then I, I hopped back on to framing and carpentry. And that's always been what I've been yeah. into anyway. So You're you're a bit bigger than I am uh, and I don't like getting stuck in crawl spaces so I, I can't imagine. I had to dig myself out from under a girder beam one Oof. time because I got pinned and that was pretty much the uh, oh, mm. the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Made a phone call and said, hey, I'll do basements. I don't know about crawl spaces. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, I don't know if that's going to work. And I said, well, I don't know if I'm going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, yeah, I, I, everybody's got, I think, I think most people in this trade have gotten stuck at least once. Yeah. It's like, this, this is not good. So, mm-hmm. so what, um, it, I mean, so one of the things right now that again, really, um, you stand out among others here in the team is the directness with which you solve problems <clears throat> and the way you bring your team around together to solve problems. Yeah. And, and I mean, talk about that a little bit. Cause that's, you know, there are people who they're listening to podcasts. They've either had you as a project manager, they've had you on the job site or, they, they will have you uh, going, you know, so I'd, I'd love to sh- for you to share kind of that mindset a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's really easy to me in a sense where when I first became a PM, right, I had some jobs that I had some issues on, and it would have been really easy to sit there and be like, well, this job, I, I, mm-hmm. I can't recover from this. Yeah, you and uh, just to clarify, you took over some jobs from, you were yeah. working under someone and, and they left and you took over those projects. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and, I, and I, my main goal was to, you know, I want to get these jobs back on track, you know, because I've been in person people. I like I like my clients. I want to make sure they have a good experience, you know, because one of the things I like to preach to my clients as well or my customers is, you know, the failing way means something to us. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure you get that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, it's just, it breaks it down to sitting down, making a plan. OK, this is my plan. I have to get all my guys on track with this, which is why, I mean, 
my guys probably get frustrated because they could be working somewhere far, but I, I like having meetings in the morning. You know, since growing up, I've been getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning since I was 13 mm-hmm. for football meetings right. just in general. So I like to get all the guys together, get them on the same page, and also let them know, like, hey, this isn't a I want to do better than this guy out in the field. This is a no, let's help each other. Let's get this job done the right way the first yeah. time. Um, a lot of times people get too focused on getting it done fast or getting it done cheap, getting it done this. No. Let's focus on the right way to get this done first time we're there and make sure it's up to the, the, the standard that the client wants and that our company preaches. Right. And, you know, if you can surround yourself with guys that have that same mindset, it helps. But at the same time, a lot of people are fast to give up on somebody. Mm. That's never how the type of person I was. Mm. If I see someone that I know they have potential, I will consistently try to teach them you know this is the how to be a leader this is how to stay organized stay on top of what you got going on because if you can take someone and turn them into the person that they think that they're that you think they can be mm-hmm. it's a lot easier than trying to get someone that's set in their own ways mm-hmm. that's not willing to learn mm. um because i think about the coaches like for me <laughs> it'd be really easy because I, I went to college to be a center i never played mm-hmm. center once mm. before in high school all right my coach brought me in off of defensive end film, made me a center. I started for four years. Man, I wish you wouldn't have said it. I was going to tell you you were at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You remember last? Yeah, yeah. I was going to tell you you were at the end. Yeah, so I, uh, it would have been easy for them to say, oh, this kid can't pick it up. He mm. can't be a center. Yeah. My coach didn't give up on me. He took, It took a year of me learning the position, and then I started for the wow. four years after that. Wow. And, you know, he was proud of me. I was proud of myself. I ended up having a great career. It's just – I'm not quick to give up on somebody. I'm not quick to give up on anything, really. Right. Um, and my mom used to always tell me, she said, she used to always be like, you know, you're so willing to help other people. Why don't you step back and make sure your stuff's good, too, sometimes because you get tired. You know, yeah. you get worn mm-hmm. out trying to invest so much in other people, which is why I also do the training stuff um, because, you know, I want to help as much as I can in every way possible. And I think that my guys, are see, they see that. They see that I'm there for the, to help them. They see that I want to help them be great also. And get the projects done the right way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What's the one thing about yourself that you noticed is an area that, that you grew in that you're most proud of? Oh, man, that's a tough question. Uh, yeah, it's going to shock y'all. But the confidence thing. You know, okay. I used to get, because I was undersized, under-recruited, under this. It was never good enough, right? Mm. Um, so I used to get down on myself. Um, but now, you know, if I, get, if I feel myself <laughs> starting to get down, I go back to my self-talk. Yeah. Self-talk is something I learned in college. You know, you write down note cards, you write down what, what phrase you want to remember inside yourself. And th- it really does work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, right. you start to convince yourself this, that this is who I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to be. I'm going to get this done. It helps. And it really started when I was a freshman in college. And I was like, man, I'm never going to play. I called my mom like the third week I was there. I said, hey, I think I went to the wrong school. Oh, you know, these guys are big. They're fast. I, I thought I was the top guy. I mean, I, which I was in the area here. Right. But you go down to Florida, everyone's That's the top a different dog. different breed, baby. That's right. It's D1 ball. Yeah. So I had to convince myself. I mean, I had to teach myself, no, you can you can do this. You mm. can be here. And then I turned it around, ended up being a two-year captain, always you see all that stuff. And that's the same mentality I take to work. You know, when I first started building, like full-on building, not just doing handyman stuff, at first I'd be like, wow, I don't know if I can do this. Then you sit down, you make a plan. And you knock it out. It's, it's as simple as so many people, they just want to go try to do something. Exactly. No, call the people that know what they're doing, get advice, learn how to do it the right way, you'll go out there and knock it out the park. Yeah. You know, it's like my mom, she was talking about, well, I think it'll cost this much to get my house painted. And I think it'll cost. I said, Mom, call these people, 
see how much it's actually going to cost. So we're not guessing we have an actual plan together right. to get this done the right way. Um, so really the planning and the confidence thing is something that I, in the past probably six years um, for me has made the biggest difference. Well, I think like what you just said, as far as, you know, when, when you, when you move from assistant project manager to, to project manager and, and part of that was, Part of that was you, we hadn't seen you lead. We hadn't seen you manage. And part of that was the way the, the the project manager you're working under, he really held a lot of things back. Like he he just didn't give you a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And so big part of it was, okay, well, you all have the connection with the clients, you know, and that's that's a big part of it. And you said, you know, put me in, coach. I want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go. Um, but seeing your confidence build over the last few months, of, I mean, there have been some very demoralizing discoveries and some frustrating just blocks where something was expected and just wasn't. It yeah. hadn't happened, and 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 you had to really overcome. I saw you lean on your team. I saw you lean on relationships. I saw you get out of sight of yourself and look for, like you said, reach out to other people. Um, and you're one of the first people, you know, I hear, uh, my office now moving to here instead of where it was in the front of the building. Like I can hear the project managers a lot more and like, you're quick to say here, this person, or, uh, you know, yeah, send Corey to, to help out with this or something. You, you know, you're, you're not, you're really quick to share the resources you have. Um, and I think that's, that's huge. And that's why, you know, like you said, you've got a, you've got a, your focus is for other people. And you said your mom's like, you know, Alec, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Like you're the type of person, which is why I built the company the way it is and why customers love it. You know, it, I think customers love the company now more than, than when I was running jobs. Cause y'all are way better at it, <laughs> <laughs> way better at it. But seeing the feedback, seeing the results, seeing the, like seeing what we build now, I am is way more exciting than when I first started, you know, and it's, uh, but it's like seeing seeing what you're building, yeah. seeing you take those uh, meetings on, seeing you take those people and develop them, whether they're subs or employees, and develop those relationships. I think that, you know, especially nowadays, and don't get me wrong, yes, you have to take care of yourself. You have to, you know, take care of your family and all of that. Mm -hmm. But so many people are so focused on, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to do me. Mm -hmm. Honestly, mm -hmm. When you work in a team environment, I can I can relate everything back to football. It's like okay, <laughs> let's make it easy. Look at the championship teams. Mm -hmm. You look at those championship teams. Nine times out of ten, that year if they're all seniors, about 75, 85 percent of those dudes are getting drafted and they're going to the NFL. Right. There's a reason for that because the more success the team has, the more everyone does. Right. Everyone gets drafted. Everyone gets the accolades. Everyone gets this. Everyone gets that. It's the same thing when it comes to work. The more successful us as a management team or a production team do or sales team. The more success we have together, the better the company looks, the better the company grows. Right. And at the end of the day, people make more money. People yeah, are happier. Grow. Everyone grows. And that's why I always say I'm, I'm all about the team because without the team, you're nothing. Right. right. I mean, it's so easy to just focus on, oh, if I put my head down, just do this, do this. You know, I'll stay, I'll stay under the radar. I won't have any problems. Well, if your team is, you know, going down, and you're not helping them, really, are you part of the issue or are you part of the solution? Right. right. Because you got to band together. It's just like last week. I was like, I'm, I got it. Let's, we need team. We need, we need some guys. 100%. Let's go do it. And then, I mean, and let's get it done. And, you know, and it's the cool thing, too, is, is like you said, we've got a sales team. We've got a production team. Like, I don't have to figure out how are we going to do this. 
uh, I all I said was I need this to occur. Yeah. And over the last four days, that has occurred. Yeah. And and it's just, you know, the that's the cool thing is is for me the better operating the team is the 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 less I have to do to say how we accomplish something. Yeah. Um. But no, you're exactly right. And it's, I mean, it's it's exciting watching what's happening. It's exciting seeing the the growth. Um, and you know, when, when, when you and, and Colin were at the same time, okay, we're going to, we're going to make this, you know, when, when that was told to me, I said, yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. And then watching y'all both succeed so well. Um, I love it. And it's, it's yeah, why I built the company the way I did. Again, it's you, you, you said you were a handyman and you kind of built that. I mean, there's a lot of times when you're stuck by yourself. Maybe there's one other person. You're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. I mean, even when I was framing, <laughs> I was sometimes I was the guy that got sent off by himself to go do punch outs. Next thing you know, you're on a house that's 10,000 square feet and you're trying to post up the entire house in the bottom yeah. to the basement by yourself. And yeah. you're like, I, I'm going to be here for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to take forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely, I think, and I, I we briefly talked about it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You asked me about, you know, how do you think the, that, how do you think that group is? And I was like, I, I mean, I told this, I told it to you, I told it to Nick, told everybody, you know, being around this guy, the guys and, and Casey as well, our, our solo female project manager, you know, the past month, I really have seen our production team, you know, get close, you know, be there to help each other. And it, it start it, it's impressive now. Yeah. I mean, just, I've been here for about six months now and seeing the growth that we've had in there. It's clicking. I mean, I think that, things are going to get special. I really do. I think that we've got the, we've got the ability, um, you know, to make things happen. Yeah, we do. I agree. I'm excited. Yeah. Real quick. What's something you like to do for fun? Like, I mean, we know you do the football camps, but when you want to just have fun, what do you do? Uh, I do. I go to the lake and the river a lot. Um, hang out there. I'm not, I'm not huge into fishing. I almost capsized two years ago. I'm offshore. So I don't do that, but I do love to go hunting as well. Um, I like to be outside. I've, I've okay. never had a video game system. Um, I watch a little bit of TV. I watch football, and I watch, you know, Game of Thrones. But okay. uh, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big inside guy. Yeah, I even build stuff for fun too yeah. on the weekends. Go for so, it. Yeah, nice. Go for it. Well, Alec, we love having you on the team. Really glad to have you here and join the conversation here. Thank you all for uh, who listen. Listen, if there's uh, questions you have for Alec, mention them in the comment below or or hit us up uh, uh, either a DM on Instagram or, or Facebook. Um, but Alec, we're really happy to have you on the team. Happy yeah, to have you here as part of the conversation and, and excited to see to see what you and your team continue to do. Thank you. It was, it was my pleasure being here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Fablin Built Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm T Mon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fablin. Alec, thanks for joining us. Thank we'll you. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Bye. This has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fabling Built by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next one.